Uh, welcome to another episode of Firsties. Uh, I'm Ross. I'm Reba. And this week we watched Hearts and Minds, which yes. is a first Boone sort of Shannon episode. Much more of a Boone episode yes. though, than Shannon. Yes. So what did you think of this one? It's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm glad I learned that they are um, not blood related. Because <laughs> they're kind of weird. Yeah, it was a little bit of an odd relationship there. And it kind of creeped me out a little bit. Especially more on the Boone side than the Shannon. Yeah, and really more recently than anything. Like, Well, no, I mean, even... Even still, there's still, like, this weird closeness between them, and Boone, to me, through the episodes, has seemed a little close to Shannon, in a way that kind of is like, wait a minute. A little overly protective. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I... This one's strange to me, because there are things I like about it, but then... Especially with the mythology, I feel like they're starting to pull in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They're starting to build towards something. But yeah. I, I also feel like there's some like character inconsistencies. Some with the past, but especially just knowing like how certain characters are defined and thinking about where they're at. Like things right. that just don't really make that much sense to me. And like I I don't wanna say too much on that because oh, okay. I don't wanna like I don't wanna color certain characters for you. Okay. But, but like, as far as the past, it's more just like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess kind of Boone and Shannon, like, I guess some of that between them, but it just feels like it's an overcomplicated way of explaining what could just be weird sibling rivalry stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and a little bit with Locke too, based on the past, just where. Well, yeah, they like, kind of ramped up Locke's. Yeah. Like, mystic right it's mystic stuff and i mean we'll get to it as we talk about this but just the way that everybody feels about Locke, like they really go far with the well i don't know about that guy he's kind of creepy his intentions may not be so great which has always been hinted but like here i think he takes it to a different level pretty quickly Mm -hmm. so uh i don't know i i I think there are a lot of messy things about this episode too just like formally like it felt like maybe they didn't get everything they wanted and they just had to throw something together. That's, I felt that way too. I was trying to figure out the entire episode. Like, I know we there was like that central theme with Boone, and but everything else kind of just seemed to just be there. Yeah, and I, like, you get like that sense sometimes with the show anyway, where you have like multiple subplots just because they have to service so many characters. Yeah. But here more so, I think, like yeah. where it felt like there were certain scenes where it just existed because they had to really quick get something across. And mm-hmm. I don't think that episode has much of an ending either. It just kind of stops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they're like, oh, it's... just surprise. This last part didn't really happen. The end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Anyway, should we start digging into more of the particulars? Or? Yeah, let's let's go in. So let let's just start with a, uh, I guess the main story. So Boone's story, which also inter- overlaps with Shannon, Locke, and Saeed and all that. Mm-hmm. It's all kinded together. Yeah. So you know we we this episode is sort of about finding out why Boone's been creepy. Right, uh, especially in the last couple episodes. Yeah, so they start out by reestablishing his creepiness with uh, watching 
Saeed yes. and Shannon again. It does open on an eye. It does. It, it, opens, it opens with an eye. Yeah. It brought that motif back. Yes. Um, <laughs> they kind of go in and out on that. Right. But but yeah, he's he's like watching Shannon and and Saeed. Mm-hmm. You know. And Saeed giving her gifts that he just found on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess but as nice as you can get on a, cr- on a weird it, island. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Can't go it's... to the store and pick something up. No. <laughs> but. I, I like the little joke between Saeed and Shannon. Or he said, he's like, he didn't have time to get it gift wrapped. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know. You know. Didn't didn't drop by Sawyer to see if it had any gift wrap lying around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you get you get Boone, uh, threatening Saeed, Which, come on, Boone. I mean, really, <laughs> Saeed. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you're not you're not that creepy, Boone. I mean, yeah. you are creepy, but I guess you're not that scary. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. Uh, so it. We also find out, like, we've gotten little glimpses over the last week or two. I guess it's been a couple weeks since they found the thing in yeah. the ground. Yeah. And they, they've they been going off, but they haven't really been bringing back boars. No. Which uh, you think would and maybe, you know, be it would be a good idea for them to right. also go hunting. <laughs> Try right. to bring something back if they're hiding that. Yeah, I mean, how if, especially if they can't actually open the hatch. Yeah. What are they doing just staring at it? For hours on end. Well, you see I mean, Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. But Locke, you are not Michelangelo. Yeah, um, and, and like making a great statue is not the same as opening, opening a hatch. Opening a hatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you get you get that impression that, you know, Locke is really, really invested in getting this thing open. And he's, uh, he doesn't think anybody else would understand either. Yeah. Like, he's... He wants to keep it as this big secret, and it kind of gives reason to that, you know, with the mm-hmm. Michelangelo's father thing, but it's still a little flimsy. <laughs> like, I think most people would be at least interested in this gigantic-ass hatch in the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and wanting to everybody, see what's up with that. Uh, yeah, everybody would want to know where that's going, what's what's happening with it. They, It's not like they wouldn't understand. Yeah. And some of them might have good ideas for how to get in. Exactly. (laughs) Like maybe Saeed. Saeed seems to figure out how to make contraptions and do clever stuff. Exactly. He'd make make it work. Yeah. But but Locke is keeping this locked down. I didn't mean that pun, but it happens. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so he's working with Boone. Boone wants to tell Shannon. Right. But uh, Locke doesn't like that. Which is just (laughs) such a weird thing to me. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, Locke is uh here See, very creepy. Yeah, he is much creepier this episode. Why? I don't know. And they have a lot of people come to that conclusion about Locke kinda independently too. Yeah. Like uh we have we have Hurley telling Jack right away, like, they're not really bringing back boars. I don't know. I don't know about yeah. this Locke guy or what they're trying to pull. Right. And Kate comes to that conclusion. Like even Kate's figuring this out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and- then Saeed with uh, the compass. Where, yeah. Where Locke gives which, him a compass, which supposedly doesn't work, and that gives them reason to mistrust him. Yeah. What do you think about the compass thing? I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, I think I, I think it works for, for Locke for his purposes. To mislead them, or? Not necessarily mislead them. I think, like, I think for Locke, it, like... 
Okay, you know how in um, Pirates of the Caribbean there's that compass <laughs> that only oh, yeah. points to one thing? Yeah. And, like, that's kind of how I see this compass. Okay, so you think you think like, it has a purpose, or it actually yeah. is leading somewhere, it's just not north. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I saw it. Yeah. And, um, which, I mean, really, I don't know why Locke would give it up. Yeah. Unless he just doesn't know that that's what it is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how to talk about this one without... Like, like I have a pretty good idea of what's going on here, having watched it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it, we do know they're on a weird island, so mm-hmm. it's possible that it's there's something else going on there. Yeah. It's not just that it's a bad compass or it's doing things yeah. incorrectly. Yeah. But it could be, and we know that Locke is trying to mislead people and keep them away now. Right. So, yeah, I think there are a couple different ways that can go. Mm-hmm. But their their assumption that he's just lying to them, maybe, is, you know, maybe they're jumping to conclusions a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so. I, I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. So, one oddly enough, one of Locke's defenders in the episode was Charlie. Yes. Because he saved his life, he says. You know, at least with the drug the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he didn't literally save his life the way Jack did. <laughs> but, but he trusts Locke, even though he yeah. thinks he's maybe a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, really. Because that's, I mean, helping with... with that addiction mm-hmm. and getting uh, like he he got Charlie his guitar back. He did. He got him his guitar back, and he did the uh, kind of three strikes thing with the mm-hmm. drugs, so that like he was trying to get uh, Charlie himself to wean himself off. Mm-hmm. So you know he's uh, you know he's done some good things for him. Yeah, he's not all bad. Yeah, he's not all bad. So, <laughs> but of course he also knocks Boone out <laughs> in yeah. this episode. Uh, yeah. After he like, thinks he's gonna tell uh, so, Shannon. So here's my thought. So yeah. here Boone or not Boone, but Locke is making this this paste. Yeah. The whole episode. Yeah. He's making this before paste. Boone before, says anything yeah. about. Yeah. So, I think that Locke was gonna knock Boone out anyway. Okay. Even if he wasn't like gonna tell or threaten to tell or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I think he was gonna find a way to find a reason to lock, knock him out anyway. Because here he, like, Locke sees Boone's obsession with Shannon Mm -hmm. as a detriment to Boone. And the mission. Yeah. (laughs) And so I I think he knew what he was doing with that pace. Yeah. So he was going to, he would have, like, knocked him out anyway to get See, I would think that he would have drugged him. But it might have been a little more, uh, like, he might have let Boone know what was going on. He probably wouldn't have knocked him out. And that was more of just a last minute, like, all right, we got to get this going. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I don't think he would have knocked him out to give him the drugs if he didn't feel like he had to. But, See, I, I thought the paste <laughs> was the drug. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But he could have done that, I assume, without wounding him in the head first. Well, but that gives a, like, straight yeah. into the bloodstream. Yeah, but I'm sure there are other ways. Yeah, but how's he going to, he's not going to get Boone to take some paste or to put some paste on him. Uh, like, like, he was going to have to hurt him. I don't know. I, 
I, I figured they'd have a little Weebelow drug adventure and sit out in the woods. Weebelow drug adventure? <laughs> I'm just thinking of Lock Honey, the Weebelow. Lock the Weebelow. <laughs> Weebelows are like 12-year-olds. No, I know. I just think it's a funny idea of having a little Weebelow club where we all take hallucinogens in the jungle. No. <laughs> You're not for that idea. Um, but yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think either way he would have given him the drugs to, you know, recommit yeah. him somehow. But, like, it, this is one of those types of plot lines they do in a lot of things where you I never really think it makes much sense where someone's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, I need to give this person drugs. Then they'll see a vision and it'll help them. It's like, you don't know what they're going to see. Right. <laughs> Locke doesn't know what's going to happen when Boone well, ingests no, but, stuff or when he... But Locke trusts the island enough. Yeah, True. It's like, maybe if he sees things, the island will direct it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Because he even says that, kind of, Mm -hmm. once he gets back to the, or once, like, Boone gets back to the camp. Yeah. It's like, that's what the, that's what you saw? Yeah. Like, that's what they, that's what it showed you? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That's, I mean. Because, like, my, my initial thought was, yeah, it's a lot to just assume that when he has this hallucination it's going to help him keep a secret but But i guess if he believes the island is it wasn't it it wasn't just to keep a secret Mm -hmm. it was to let him let go of shannon right that obsession that he was holding on to so tightly that's also a big assumption to make about what he's gonna see though Locke knows the island Locke is the only one in this like uh in this group that knows what the island can do. He's mm-hmm. he used the island, uh, or he knew that the island was going to bring Charlie, like back, and I think he trusted in the island to bring Boone yeah. back. So, like I, I you are right with it. Huh? <laughs> You're all right with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give you the whole island faith thing helps. That helps a lot with things that Locke does. Well, <laughs> it's yeah, just like, well, the island will work it out. Boone is a mystic, or not Boone, Locke is a mystic. Uh-huh. So you have to believe that he just knows what the island's going to do. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll go with that. Um, what we're getting into, though, with, uh, with Locke and uh, trying to get Boone to leave behind Shannon. Should we go into the flashback a bit? Talk yeah, about that. Yeah. So... So the whole thing, this is yet another story in Locke, Orton in Locke, in Lost, where uh, the central story or part of it has to do with a con of sorts, where uh, Shannon is basically conning Boone into giving a bunch of his and his mother's money to her boyfriends and her. Yeah. And she's done this before. Here, Mm -hmm. it's in Australia, so presumably right before the flight. Yes. Uh, And yeah, she, she... she calls him like there's terrible things going on. He shows up. She has a bruise. Right. So he he thinks she's in trouble. She says she's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives money to the boyfriend. And yeah. then they just kind of are like, yeah, go away, Boone. Right. <laughs> We're okay. But then but, it, he bamboozles her, <laughs> takes yeah. the money, or the boyfriend does. Yes. And she gets drunk and they hook up. Which is weird. Yeah, it's a little I, weird. You know, I know they're not blood related. Yeah, it, it's but still weird. It's still weird. It's a little yeah. strange. And um, 
did I miss or did they say in the episode how long Boone and Shannon had been step brother and sister? I thought since they were like eleven yeah. or something. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. know. I guess it still explains Boone. Super creepy, super creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did like in the flashback that Sawyer showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, was, I like that. I thought that was a neat little... Because we still don't know what happened to him right before the flight. Right. So that's like a hint or like a real little clue or something to mm-hmm. predict for uh, another mm-hmm. Sawyer flashback. Yeah. How he was there and what happened in Sydney or whatever. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's cool. Um, and it also, it kind of reframes the earlier parts of the season in a way that I, do, again, don't feel totally works. That, like, Boone and Shannon, with this new information, when they crashed on the island, like, they had slept together for the first time, like, a day ago. So, yeah. like, it's brand new. And they kind of go right back to their bickering back and forth relationship thing. But that's what Shannon wanted. Yeah. She's like, no, when we get to L.A., you're going to tell your mom that we did the, or that you just saved me like you always do, and then we're going to go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I still, I don't know. I guess I guess it's all right. Yeah. It's just, it's a very weird storyline yeah. to throw in. Yeah, I know. I don't know it's... if it's totally necessary for him or does I don't think I don't know if it really puts things into much of a new perspective other than like Boone creeping on Saeed and Shannon mm-hmm. also it makes Shannon like this whole plot line makes Shannon just awful it does <laughs> like she's really terrible here and I know like part of her story on island is that she's been becoming a slightly better person in a way yeah she's a little more mm-hmm. she's a little bit more empathy for others like yeah. tiny bit yeah. But, like, it's still a little weird to, like, just look at her in but, this one and be like, God, she's awful. Well, okay. So, we, uh, we say that the, that, um, it, the, them sleeping together, like, the day before. Yeah. Um, kind of makes their initial relationship after the plane crash not work so well. But, maybe... It's Shannon having kind of a little bit of a heart, realizing that she's what she, what she has done to Boone, and realizing she needs to step it up and like be a better person. Maybe, so. but she doesn't really act that way in the beginning of the show. Like she doesn't act like she's trying to be a better person. She's right. using people. She uses Charlie the same way, where she, you know, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but may I don't know. Maybe like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just like that's totally like I'm totally off because no. I, I I I don't think there's really off or on. Like you can speculate either way on them yeah. because like I doubt the writers had thought of this plot line when they were writing the early episodes. They might have. No. Like I know that I know that at least for the series writing past the pilot, they put a lot of work into developing backstories for almost all the characters. Like, before they even knew the flashbacks were going to be the device they were using, they just wanted to know all their histories. So maybe they had worked this out by episode two or three. I would think so. But yeah, I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, so that's pretty much the flashback. Uh, It's important in informing uh, what goes on after Boone wakes up and is all drugged. Right. Because it does become all about Shannon. 
Mm-hmm. So did you immediately, did you think something was up pretty early or did you not really know what was going on until? I, um, I did kind of, uh, my initial reaction when, um, I, I heard Shannon screaming was, what's the island doing? Yeah. How yeah. did the island bring Shannon out here? Yeah. You know, that, that was kind of my thing. And, um, like, yeah, I don't, once, like, I don't know, because they were setting up Locke to be so creepy, I kind of mm. bought, bought him tying her up, but I kind of didn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, again, like, you would say that that would be a step too far maybe for Locke, but this yeah. is also an episode where we already saw him knock out Boone. Right. <laughs> so it's sort of believable. And the whole time they've been telling us how shady Locke is from different characters' points of view. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Like, I kind of, I kind of wondered, mm-hmm. even after, like, they're chasing, getting chased and Shannon gets taken by the monster and, and yeah. mangled. Like, when Boone gets back, I kind of thought, nah, I bet that was a hallucination. Yeah. I bet something, like, I, you know, I bet that was all... They, they didn't do the uh, iconic death theme for Shannon there either. Oh, yeah, it was all... So, yeah. yeah. It was a little weird. I noticed that, too. It, um, yeah. And the <laughs> other part was it when it was really quiet. I kept thinking, um, when they were in those, those reeds... Yeah. Like... I kept waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And yeah, this was two visits from the monster in the episode. Yeah, you did say that. You're like, this is two two monster scenes in one episode? Like, that's that's another tip-off, because they've not ever, like, gone... I guess the first episode, maybe, the pilot had several, like, monster-esque things, but... Yeah. Yeah, not that much otherwise. So it is funny that, like, this is another episode where they survived the monster by hiding in, like, the reeds or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems to be the way to do it. Yeah. Although, who knows how much of that even happened or whether the monster was even nearby. Yeah. Or it was just Boone hiding out and things by himself going nuts. Right. That's Which, probably. It. That's, yeah, most likely. So, yeah, uh, we may have all that. I wasn't. Like, this, I think, was the first episode I saw of Lost, just, like, out of context, randomly on TV while I was flipping around. Yeah. So I wasn't paying that much attention, but I remember being like, yeah, I don't know what's going on in this show. Because, yeah. yeah, like, she seemingly died, and it's like, oh, she's okay, and it was drugs. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't, I don't, I was curious, though, how it would play to someone on the first time through actually yeah. watching it, and whether that's clear or not. And I guess it's not that clear, but... No, but... Yeah. But I, it makes I, sense. Yeah. 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 Like, especially with seeing, with Jack hallucinating his father. Yeah. You know, like, for, for Boone to hallucinate Shannon's death. Yeah. You know. And we already talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the idea of this being a way to get Boone to let go of Shannon and sort of... Like, oh, maybe don't tell her secrets, don't bring her into it. Yeah. I don't, both of those seem like kind of muddled messages based on it. Yeah. What, like, if the point is for him to let go, 
that's kind of weird just to do it with like, oh yeah, it was a, I felt relief when she died. Yeah. Like that, that's pretty, that's a little out of nowhere. It, yeah. and, and like Locke too, like it seems a little evil even for Locke at that point to be like, yeah, that means let her go. Just don't care about your loved ones. Yeah. There's an island here I, with a hatch to open. I, that's kind of, I, I kind of was a little uneven about that. Too. Yeah. I was like, mm. and it, And if you're just thinking in terms of like, well, don't tell Shannon about the hatch because something bad will happen to her. Like her death in his hallucination really had nothing to do with her learning about the hatch. Yeah. Like he tells her and then the monster is just around and they run off and she dies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't really create any causality there. It's just a weird, kind of a yeah. weird episode or a weird main plot line. Like I yeah. don't know how well it hung together, but no, I, I yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. But again, like uh, some important mythology stuff like uh really bringing the hatch into the forefront, which mm-hmm. uh, I think is kind of a big focus from yeah. here. Uh what's going on with the hatch? But uh yeah. So should we yeah. do you have anything else on that? Or you want to jump on to some of the other uh Let, Let's move on to some of the other Okay. other stories. So I think this Probably the second biggest plot in this one is Hurley and Jin. Yeah! <laughs> Which is, uh, on the one hand, uh, as far as stakes go, Hurley is having digestive problems. <laughs> is a pretty low-stakes story. Yeah. Uh, like, Hurley wants to eat more fish because he's not getting enough protein is kind of a silly one, but... Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of like this subplot. But, right. Like, I like that, um... You know, it kind of... It puts together two people that you haven't seen, mm-hmm. and it gives it gives the audience a chance to uh, kind of be endeared to Jin. Yes, and that's kind of that's an important. I think that's going to be an important. Yeah. Thing I, they're going to need that early they're, on. He was pretty much a jerk. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And the, I also felt like this was kind of a character rehabilitation thing for Jin. Like, yeah. trying to trying to give him something likable, but also rewarding, like, longtime viewers with, like, little throwbacks and things. Mm-hmm. Like, like the urchin things. So, yeah. It's a throwback to the pilot when Jin tried to give her, it to Hurley, and he's like, no way, dude. Yeah. Not, no way. And, and also, I like that Hurley was trying to fish with the little spear thing. Like that, in... Uh, yeah, yeah, like when he caught the fish for Charlie. Right, it, it yeah. was the same one from the Charlie yeah. uh, when Charlie wanted to get Shannon the fish. So it's playing yeah. on longtime viewers, but also like yeah. also making Jin more likable. Yeah, and yeah, I thought it worked for that. Like it was kind of it had it its did. funny moments. It did I? Yeah, I I really, I mean, I like that storyline a lot better. Uh huh. Than, than the, the main one. The main one. Yeah, it's a it's a simple one, but I like it. Like yeah. And I, I liked uh, I liked that Hurley thought that Jin might speak English. Or it, I know because there's a rumor that he does, so everybody had the wrong Korean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it, uh, but you know, mm-hmm. maybe he does. Yeah, maybe I don't maybe know. there's like a secret because we haven't seen. We haven't um, seen uh, any. Uh, we haven't seen a Jin centric one. Yeah, we've seen flashbacks with Jin, 
Or a flashback with Jin. But, yeah. yeah. It hasn't been Jin's story. Right. So, like, it, I think it would be, like, kismet <laughs> kind of to see Jin having learned English but keeping it from Sun and Sun having learned English <laughs> but keeping it from Jin. Yeah. So, like, each of them can communicate, like, really with everyone but you know, they that just, would be convenient for the narrative it will because be because it's uh it's kind of a difficult idea to have someone as a regular on the show uh, for all this time who doesn't speak english right right who knows yeah <laughs> but yeah um that was probably the biggest sec- subplot uh there was also a little bit with sun and kate well yeah it's a big thing with sun and yeah. kate yeah okay it, yeah cuz I mean, you can't say that, oh, no. it's a little thing. Well, I just Kate... meant in terms of screen time. There's oh, not that much. Well, yeah. But, yeah. But, no, I think, to be honest, like, okay, so we have Jin getting in, uh, being endeared to the, or the audience being endeared, no, Jin being endeared to the audience. And then Kate learning, one more survivor learning that Sun knows English. Yeah. Kate's pretty observant in this episode. I know, she, uh, she was not the worst. Yeah, she she knew something was up with Locke and not bringing back the boars. She knew, she could tell that son knew what she was saying. Yeah. Like, good work, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> After whatever the case it. may be, you needed it. <laughs> yeah, you really did, Kate. But, um, but yeah. so now there are two people on the island that know son speaks English, Michael mm-hmm. and Kate. And I think that's it, right? Nobody yeah. else really knows. Nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. So let's keep let's keep watching to see how how many people learn that that son knows English, and then how Jin implodes when he finds out that everyone knows and he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, just every single person is gonna find out, but except Jin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the other bit of that that is that Sun has a garden. Yes. So they set that up. She, like, I love that they've been setting her up as this person, uh, this, like, like, she's botany expert. Yeah, she's, like, one of the most useful people on the island. Yeah. Like, most people don't know she speaks English at all, but she, like, her abilities are still crossing over whether they know that or not. Yeah. She's, uh, pretty bright. Yes. <laughs> That's, um, like, yeah. I don't have anything else. <laughs> yeah. Anything else uh, really with this episode or any of the specific plots you'd like to talk about or like most of what I have from here is just kind of minor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I really didn't have a lot of notes for this one. Um Yeah. Come back from a break. I <laughs> We've been really really busy and tired. Yeah. <laughs> so um I I did note that this episode was directed by uh Rod Holcomb. Uh, he only directed this episode and one in season five. And when I was watching this, I was thinking maybe this is like a, maybe this is not a guy who's directed a lot, but like has ambitions. Cause like he had some really cool right. shots. Like there's one after Boone and Shannon's, uh, one night trice thing where the, yeah, like the faded out dark shot of Boone, but then yeah. Shannon turns on a light and it's like a fully like, I don't know, it, it, it's yeah. a well-framed shot where it's in focus on Shannon in the back. I was like, that's cool. That's right. almost like an in-camera transition without actually doing a rack focus or anything like that. Yeah. And it starts with like more emotional, like dark, weird thing. Right. I thought, for a minute there, I thought there was something wrong with the DVD. Oh, yeah, because it was just it, it blurry was like, all of a sudden. I 
was like, wait, like this is too too artistic a shot for this <laughs> show. Yeah, I but, thought that was cool. Yeah. But I also, there are parts where I was like, okay, this seems like they just didn't get the coverage or the footage they needed, mm-hmm. and then they had to just half-ass something. Like, uh, when, when Boone and Locke are just walking through the forest, and there's a bunch, it's like three different shots in a row of them just walking through things with voiceover, where they're clearly not talking, mm-hmm. they just recorded extra, like, ADR, or the ADR stuff to explain what's going on and have uh, Boone talk more about Shannon to Locke. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if there was scripted, or there are parts of the script they didn't shoot and uh, they had to do that. Or maybe it was like the network uh, execs were like, this isn't clear enough. You got to explain more of that. So they just used like B-roll of them walking around <laughs> and like put voiceover o- onto it. Yeah. But like that stood out like, it, like, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it seemed like maybe it was someone who was, like, kind of clever, but they're missing some of the basic things. But I was totally wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who's been directing TV from since the late 70s. Oh, wow. Like, he's done tons of things. So, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened. It was kind of an interesting uh, thing. It's also yeah. weird to me that he directed this one, then didn't come back again until, until season, season five. five. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I didn't really have a lot of other minor notes. I thought, yeah. I thought it was a little funny that, like, Charlie's talking about uh, yeah. his withdrawal in one part, mm-hmm. and Jack's like, well, I gave you aspirin already. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, come on, man. You have aspirin. Your withdrawal's yeah. no problem. <laughs> so come I on, thought, Jack. I thought that was kind of, I thought he was saying that as kind of, like, a joke. Like a, oh, yeah. I, know, I didn't well, get that the impression. But... For, the, for the withdrawal. Like, cause wasn't, what was the other thing that he was saying? That Claire is gone? Yeah. <laughs> cause that's a big thing that's still going on. I know that. Okay. There, that was my thought. I was like, what, why aren't we dealing with Claire? There have been, it's been two episodes since she has left. Why aren't we dealing with Claire? I guess. Yeah. Cause she, so raised by another was where at the very end she got taken yeah. And then the Jack episode, uh, All the Best Cowboys Have Daddy Issues, is the one where they're going after Ethan and trying to get them back. Yeah. And then there's whatever the case may be in so between that's... in this. So it's been, yeah, it's been about two episodes. Well, no, three. Well, three, depending on how, where you, because, like, yeah. I guess she went missing it. Because then, yeah, because it's All the Best Cowboys, whatever the case may be, in Hearts and Minds. She yeah. hasn't been in the damn episode for three episodes. Yeah. But really, only the last two were where they just weren't doing anything about it. Right. <laughs> Whatever mean, the case like, may be, it was It's funny like they got just... Charlie back. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we got one of them. They're like, well, that one guy was, like, really strong, so. Yeah. It's <laughs> we... like, at least now we don't have to deal with a baby. It's okay. It is kind of funny that they're not sending out search parties or anything. Right. <laughs> it's like, I know, like I know it's an last... island, but, like, you guys... <clears throat> you think you could make some decent ground or find something. Right. They're not like the venturing last, out. The last episode they did, Shannon did say, um, talk, or talk, I thought she made some comment uh, in that well, you've been going out before sunrise and, and coming back from sunset, or after sunset. But that was um, about the hatch. But she didn't know about the hatch. I thought right. that was about Claire. I thought she thought no. that was that they were leaving for Claire. That was just Claire. on their hunting parties. She oh. thought they were just hunting that long. Oh. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think someone would do something. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I still wonder if, like, whether that's all script or whether, like, there is a, 
story reason why she was gone this long or whether like maybe Emily DeRaven was like busy for a little while right. and just couldn't show up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it it's weird that she's gone as long as she is and doesn't impact much. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so I wrote down mystery solved and introduced, um, I, the big one was, uh, Wed Boone and Locke find, and even, even that, like, wasn't totally solved, it's more just, it's, it's a hatch, it leads yeah. somewhere, there's something down there. Yeah. So we know it's a hatch now, but right. we don't know what's in the hatch, or behind the hatch. Right. And then I had kind of a sort of mystery just with, you know, why is Boone <laughs> staring right. creepily is... at Saeed and Shannon, and he's in love with her. Weird. Yeah, but they're only step siblings, so it's it's, it's acceptable on network that. TV. Yeah. Uh, mysteries introduced. Uh, what's in the hatch is obviously the big one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what I I also had what is Locke's goal or what yeah. is Locke trying to do? Like, can he be trusted? Yes, that's a big mystery. Yeah, it will continue to be a mystery. I'm sure. Right. Any, any mysteries you had, or that pretty much? Um, that's that's pretty much it. Aside from. What if Jin does speak English? What? Yeah. I mean, he said no. He didn't say no, but I mean, Not, I, I figure by now he probably gets that. Yeah, he gets yes or no, maybe. Yeah. Hello, goodbye. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that might be it for this week. Yeah. Uh, next week, we've got an episode called Special. Special. Special, yes. Um... What were you I, I, is that a Shannon episode? Do you want me to call, say? He said that Shannon was special. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't know I don't if know. I should say these things. Don't, no, you don't need to say anything. Okay. Well, episode's called Special. Reba is predicting Shannon. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I think you've gotten maybe one out of, like, four or five of your oh, guesses yeah. on the episode characters. Yeah, I do not know. Uh-huh. These things. Well, I do, (laughs) and we'll catch you next week.